Sam, we should be dead. <laughs> we should be dead. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Welcome to episode two of Burn and Rave with Ryan and Sam. Drop a deuce. (laughs) We are dropping our deuce tonight all over. The podcast empire. Uh, That's a terrible way to market the show, right? Yes, let's start all over. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> We're going to keep going. <laughs> well, welcome to our second show, Ryan. The good news is we have not been canceled yet. <laughs> See? We've already exceeded expectations. Yep, yep. We've got to show number two. Winning. So I'm pretty excited. Ryan, what are we talking about today? Sam, we should be dead. (laughs) Whatever do you mean? Well, I am referring to things, actions in our past, that should have rendered us lifeless, but did not. Um, Think we should discuss those a little and, and, and see how those types of things just don't fly anymore. Right. We're going to discuss the things that we that should have killed us <laughs> um and ryan and i sat for a few minutes prior to this show <clears throat> we had a production meeting that's how seriously we take this this is very serious i said okay make a list there are the no <laughs> snacks involved in the production meetings our pa was absent today i said ryan make a list of all the ways you almost died um i said i'll give you five minutes true story and then five minutes went by ten minutes went by day went by. <laughs> Ryan's still at the table making his list. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some of those things. <clears throat> some of those things on those lists and they, that probably should have killed us, but then I think I want to wax poetic a little bit because I think that means we're here for a reason. I'm not sure what that reason is, but by the end of this podcast, I'm going to figure it out. Because <laughs> if we didn't die back then, <laughs> we're here for something. Right. Hey, Ryan. Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Our first sponsor. Our first sponsor who, (laughs) Sam? Our first sponsor who happens to be a great philanthropist and the CEO or co-CEO of Collins Electric Company, Brian Genie, who believes in what we do and laughs with us, um, near us. (laughs) And Uh, at us. And probably at us. Um, But we thank him for his support. So thank you, uh, Brian Genie and Collins Electric, for your sponsorship of this uh, little podcast. Um, we hope we can light up your lives a little bit the way you light up ours. Hey, Sam. Yes, Ryan. I found a fortune cookie on my way to work today. You found it. I found a fortune cookie on my way to work today, but I didn't look at the fortune as I was enjoying the cookie. I wanted you <laughs> to have the fortune. Wait, you ate the cookie. Well, of course I ate the cookie. Who wouldn't eat the cookie? Well, I wouldn't actually. Why would you not eat the cookie? I'm on a very strict diet. You can't (laughs) eat fortune cookies? (laughs) Well. It's like flour and water. I want the fortune, not the calories. (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
I know I'm bad for diet culture. Don't fucking cancel us. This could save your life. This could alter the direction. I don't know. The magical fortune cookie knows. This is why the fortune is more important to you. The long-term fortune is more important to me than the short-term sweetness of that cookie. I want the fortune. Don't shit-talk the fucking cookie. I want the fortune. Just read the fucking fortune. Okay. I appreciate you saving this for me. I have no idea. I don't either. Let's hope it's a good one. That's more ASMR. For those of you listening at home. Who are not listening now. Who are not listening <laughs> anymore because of your ASMR. Or ASS. For those who don't. H-O-L-E. For those who are not watching the simulcast on Twitch right now. You can't hear this or see this. Oh. I blew Stop. on it. That you blow on things. Folks, he's literally over here mouth raping a piece of paper <laughs> I asked for, that I found on the ground. It was not rape. I asked for consent. Okay. <clears throat> and did it, okay. did it give it? Let's read it. You, you bring much shame. <laughs> it says you bring much shame and dishonor <laughs> upon your family. <laughs> That's not a nice fortune. That's not a good fortune at all. Damn. Okay. First of all, I'm glad I didn't need that. First cookie. of all, did my wife? Write this? <laughs> Am I being pranked? Sam. Oh my God. The magical fortune cookie knows all. You bring much shame and dishonor upon your family. I don't. Don't blame the cookie. Maybe a little self-examination. You know what? I have there, a feeling, Professor. I I'm not as prophetic as you, but I feel like you may get a fortune cookie very soon oh mm-hmm. and it's gonna have a beautiful fortune well that's exciting maybe episode three. Oh. i'll see if i happen to stumble upon a fortune yes. cookie on the ground that i choose to eat <laughs> i've been lacking direction yeah so it'll I'm, gonna, I'm gonna figure it out for it <clears throat> well thank you yep um, thank I, you, magical fortune cookie. <laughs> I need to find that yellow brick road that you walk upon. Ryan. Yes, Sam. Let's get to the main event, man. The meat of things. What is the meat and potatoes of this conversation? Sam, we should be dead. <laughs> we should be dead. We should be dead. Ryan and I had a, a brief conversation. We both grew up in the 90s. Those were probably our most formative years. And... The honest truth is we did some things so dangerous, scary, and heinous, and stupid. We were boys (laughs) of a certain generation, and we should be dead. By the end of this podcast, I hope to figure out why we're not. I feel like there might be some greater purpose. (laughs) He took this one deep. He's going deep with this one. Let's see. Let's see if I can flesh out something deeper than just telling danger stories. But let's get to it, man. You grew up out here. Yes. And we were bored constantly, so we'd get up to hijinks when we got to the driving age, mm. the age of automobile, oh, automobility. How can you give a 16-year-old like us a car? With no uh, regulations? Just go pick up <laughs> all of your friends? And no seatbelts back no, then. No, we didn't bother with any of that crap. We rode in the back of Dane's pickup truck. Or we drove to Chowchilla. <laughs> to our friend's place. He he ran a... Uh, I just like the name. Chowchilla. Chowchilla. He ran an almond hulling facility. 
And he lived there also. You know, there's a house and a barn and all the equipment and stuff, and he takes care of it. And this was off-season, obviously, because it's January. And uh, so we go down there to party. And my, my another buddy of ours, we used to call him Piglet, <laughs> he... He was way into fireworks, man. The oh, good shit. One of those guys. No idea where he gets it. He's, the guy shows up. He's like, dude, this cost me $2,700, you know? And uh, so we get out there, and it's, it's got, he's got boxes that say, you know, if found, call the fire department. Do not touch. One of them, the first instruction was bury this box. So I spent the first part of my evening digging a hole because obviously now I have to see what this thing oh, is going to do. So I bury this box with just the top showing, you know. Wait, hold on. The directions to set this thing on fire yes. is to bury the box. Yes. I thought that was like the safety to keep it safe. You have That's, to keep it buried. Oh, yeah. No, no. It was to keep it stable in order to while shoot it was it. shooting. Yes. How deep was this hole? Oh, a foot. Oh, yeah. gosh. I'm thinking like it's going to be oh, your no, grave. No, no. Okay. No, okay. This, thing was, this thing was a box about okay. the size of a banker's so box. dug a foot deep Yeah. Hole. So we, we buried this thing in there and large amounts of alcohol are being consumed, obviously. <laughs> and so we <laughs> Revel brings out a stack of pallets that's know, 10 feet high. And I go around and siphon a little bit of gas at everybody's car, right? <laughs> That's your job. That's my job. And yes, I got more than a mouthful oh of gasoline that oh night. Oh, God. And whiskey and beers and all kinds of good stuff. And uh, so anyway, we keep going. Eventually, the, you know, as the night proceeds and, and, and alcohol takes over, the forklift ends up on its side or stuck <laughs> in the mud or something. And uh, uh, there's some guns being shot in random directions and things. But... Then I go and I grab that gas can and I pour it on that stack of pallets. I climb up the stack of pallets and I pour it down in there. And so the pallets then, with all the boards on them, have a lot of air gaps mm-hmm. in there. So the entire thing filled with fumes, oh my God. right? This whole big stack of pallets. And so as I'm running away, my buddy shoots a bottle rocket or a oh. Roman candle <laughs> straight into that thing. And as soon as it hit those pallets, that whole thing exploded. It just blew me on my face. Oh. And uh, uh, were you in fucking slow motion like some Mission Impossible? I just I just remember getting gravel in my face, rocks rocks in my face and stuff. Yeah, and then uh, back to the one that I had to bury. God, we it came with this like four foot long wick, right? (laughs) That you tie onto its wick like an extension. Well, we took that and we tied it to a bunch of M thousands. You know what they say? The, The longer the wick. The bigger the blast. Ooh. That's what I've heard. You, sir, are regular Dr. Ruth. <laughs> so we used the cannon fuse to to tie a bunch of M1000s together. Right? Oh and we tied that to one of the almond trees. And we blew that son of a bitch right now. The almond tree? The tree oh fell right up, right? So now I get to my buried death box. Can I just that, interrupt for a second? See, I grew up with a Syrian mother... And the Iraqi stepfather, and you had way more bombs than us. <laughs> <laughs> like, well done, these, sir. Wa- these, these drunk white folks are blowing up our almond trees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what well happens done. next, Ryan? Well done. Okay. <laughs> so I approach my buried box of death, and I follow the instructions. I remove the top of the box, and you fold out its wick. 
<laughs> and then attach the extension wick, right? Well, I don't have the extension wick. Uh -huh. But I think, all right, well, it's, you know, I'll just light its wick and I'll just run away. I fold its wick out. That bitch is like three quarters of an inch long. <laughs> you got no it's room sticking. <laughs> right? So I was like, well, fuck it. You know, uh -oh. what am I going to do? So I pull out my lighter. I lean over this thing. <laughs> Get real close. <laughs> my, that, that flame just kissed the tip of that wick. Mm. Just kissed the top of that wick and that motherfucker shot off. <laughs> Dude, it was fast. And a mortar shell flew past my head. <laughs> mortar. A mortar shell flew past my head. Knocked me on my ass, burned up my eyebrow, burned up my forehead. Oh my God. That box continued to shoot 36 <laughs> mortar shells. Oh boom, 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 boom. And this was like, you know, six o'clock in the afternoon. We just couldn't wait, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it, and there was no, oh there was God. no like yeah, fanfare. Yeah. yeah. There was just boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom in the sky. And we're like, well, that was kind of a rip off. Oh and my God. About, um, I'd say 30 seconds later. You were, we were at war with Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> with well, mortars about, going over the about fucking 30, border. About 30, six, about 30 seconds later. We were there was just a hailstorm of little tiny oh American God. flags no. on parachutes. What? Thousands of them coming down all over. No These things were full way. of little American flags oh on my God. parachutes. It was the coolest. So that, see, so it, by the time I came to, <laughs> that was being shit. leafleted. Now with tiny were American there actual flags. Americans parachuting like toys, or were you hit so hard in the head <laughs> that's like those cartoons with the birds going around your head? <laughs> you just see parachute. I mean, really? Oh, yeah. So this was an actual firework? Yeah. Because I thought when you're telling the story, I'm like, this dude clearly hijacked, you know, some German mortar, you know, oh. and it was imported through some back channels to right. Chinatown. And someone's like, yeah, man, for 8,000 bucks, you get real mortars. Like, right. I thought you blew up all of Empire. <laughs> California. No, no. So um, that sounds amazing. How do yeah. we get those? E-fireworks is what I had heard. I think they'll ship them to you. A lot of places will. E well, hold on. Something We're not sponsored like by this That's right. internet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you can get these online? I think so. Dude. But you know what? They get pretty creepy. We what? used to get, I used to get strings of firecrackers at 300 long. You know, 300 firecrackers all tied together. And you light the end of it, and you hold on to the other end, and you swing it over your head like this. And as the wick burns, they fly off, and oh they start God. to explode in the air like an umbrella. It's really cool, but I have held on to them too long and yes. got my fingers blown to yeah. bits. I think we, we all, so all held on. Well, any boy or girl who grew up in the 90s probably held on to fireworks way too long. Yeah, <laughs> it's at one point. Has and has probably. A, probably a burn mark to show for it. God. I, I want to I set this goal. That if we get like a hundred thousand followers, I literally I want to reenact that whole mortar story with like ten of those things. <laughs> Even better, dude. And I want all those little flags like raining down on us. And then I think you know we play some patriotic music. We bring in the right and the left. Can I make a suggestion? We, we unite the country on that day. We we can do that. I just want to make one suggestion. On that day. Mm. Don't use your extension wick mm. to tie up a bunch of thousands and blow an almond tree no. out of the ground. No. Use the extension wick for its intended purpose to allow you to get a little bit further <laughs> away from the death box before you touch flame to yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's, 
That's what I would or, have done differently. Or you just need to run faster. Well, I had like a handle of whiskey at this point. So run faster, drink less. <laughs> Shorten your width. Not an option, sir. Wow. So I, how about how about you, Sam? Well have you almost <laughs> you know in a stupid fashion. I will tell you a story, but I feel it like it needs a disclaimer. Anybody who hears this story should never ever ever try this. It was a stupid thing then. It's a stupid thing now. I am very excited about where this is headed. <laughs> but I feel like if I tell you a story, some asshole's going to try it. And it's a really bad idea. So do not do this. It was a fucking stupid, stupid day. We did it once and then... Anyway, it goes like this. My friend Eddie, <laughs> he had... Um, he had His dad had guns and... We didn't play with the guns, but we played with the bullets. And he had 22 caliber bullets. And so what we learned is if you put a 22 caliber bullet upside down into a straw, and then you throw that straw as high as you can in the air, and it comes down on the back of the bullet. What's that card called? The primer. It, it, that's but the those, primer. Are, those are rim shots. So it just takes a, a, an impact. you know. Oh, so just yeah. a little... So just that's why I use the 22s. Why? Because it's rim shot. Because it's rim shot. I think so. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. So, yeah, we didn't. We did not try different bullets, but those 22s would come down, hit the ground, and just, you know, like fireworks. And you know, we. I remember us distinctly hiding behind. It was me and Eddie and this other guy named Danny. And Danny was this big Native American dude, and we all, I think, have, like, one big friend in our lives. Yes, <laughs> we, definitely. We, I know gravi- I do. <laughs> we gravitate towards this one, like, I don't know, Papa Bear it's or their, something. It's their gravity. Their, <laughs> their safety gravity. You feel safe around them. <laughs> I always felt it was because I was short, right? So I just compensated with these. You ones. are very short. <laughs> I'm not a big dude. Um, but Danny he compensates with everything. <laughs> Big Danny was there. Small Sam was there, and then this dude Eddie was there. Well, and we referred to him as Medium Eddie. <laughs> medium Eddie. <laughs> and we were hiding at best. We are throwing friggin' straws filled with twenty-two caliber bullets into the air, and we are hiding behind a stack of shopping carts. We piled like four high, like a bunker of shopping carts. I'm sorry. Where did you grow up? <laughs> This was in the back of a Vons in Southern California. <laughs> oh my god, dude! And we we stacked a with couple. all the junkies shooting up. No, there was no junkies. We were the junkies. People were scared to come out of that. Well, that's right. You come from Newport Beach. Or no, something. God, no, no. I grew up. This was Riverside, California. Malibu. <laughs> Surfs up. Dude, yeah. Little Holland. <laughs> that is the great stereotype of California. They think everybody out here is just like Spicoli surfer. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Totally. And totally. honestly, Sam, I wish we were. I wish we were. Too. I wish we were all the dude or Spicoli. <laughs> I know that, dude. There's well, a beverage here, that's, man. That's how I almost died around 14 or 15. But I do remember being behind that bunker, and literally, this was the last time, the last bullet, because I heard. I mean, just, mm. I mean, like that, that I knew that very second or millisecond that that was a bullet whizzing so close to my ear, my head. Like I knew that this is was a bad idea. <laughs> freaky. Yeah, that happened. 
Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, Ryan, I am glad that you are still alive and well and able to do this podcast with me and that you're not and to burned you, to sir. a crisp somewhere in the forest. And to you, sir, for not getting a bullet through your skull. Yeah, man. I, I do get a little PTSD. I'm not quite like you know dogs on 4th of July, but when I hear a gunshot, man, I'm ducking behind shopping carts in my well, mind. That's, that's, I think that's probably a pretty safe practice in general. Duck. Yeah, yep. if, you hear, if you're close enough to hear them, maybe pay attention at least, yep. you know, although I hear them quite often. So, you know, I know we have to end, and so <clears throat> we can end it right here. Let me, but... We can end it all right here, man. <laughs> here, Here's how I actually want to end. I want to say this, and I'm just going to cut it like this. I'm glad you're here. I think... Both of us probably could have died, and there are a couple stories we left out that we might retell. Oh, yeah. But I think, you know, when we think deeper about our lives, we have to think, you know, this stuff makes us believe in God. This stuff makes us more grateful, right? I mean, how dumb were we, and we survived it all. So we want to we pass on to the next generation, hopefully, <laughs> better judgment. <laughs> but we also want to be a little introspective. You know what? I didn't die. So I have this gift of life. I need to use it for some good purpose. I cannot waste this chance or second chance or third chance that we've got in life. That is some very good advice. I like that. So Ryan and I were happy to share some stories of our youth that endangered our lives. Um, dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> don't try any of those things at home. But we'd like to hear from you. If you have a story that endangered your life, um, and you want to email it to us at burnandravepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your scary story that almost got killed. Um, and we are glad it didn't, by the way. <laughs> we want to hear how you almost died. We do. Um, that, sir, brings us to fan mail. Oh, I heard yes. you, you You texted me very excited and said you yes. got some fan mail today. I did that is so get cool. a fan mail. And I am quite excited about it because this is my first one that I've gotten. Okay. Fan mail. Dear Brian and Sam. Oh. It's close enough. It happens all the time. My name is Billy, and I am your number one fan. I love to listen to your show over and over and over and over. Helps the algorithm. I laugh so hard. (laughs) Sometimes my ears bleed. Mm. All right. Anyway, I just wanted to say hi and tell you I love you. It would mean a lot to me if you guys could give me a shout-out on the air. I would really love that. Oh, well, Billy? an audio hook. Yeah, give him a shout-out, man. Billy. Billy. Thank you for the letter, man. Much it's... love from the Burn and Rave podcast. We love you, too. Thank you, Billy. <clears throat> because that would mean that you guys... Are my best friends. <laughs> okay. And we could move our relationship to the next level. I've been waiting for this for a long, long, long time. Billy. I can't wait to see what you guys smell like. Oh. Sincerely, Billy. Billy. P.S. There's more. P.S. The doctor says I'm all rehabilitated <laughs> oh, no. now and I should get out soon. See you then. Oh, my God. PPS. It's got a post postscript. Nothing will ever separate us. <laughs> Billy. Um, 
That's that's our first and worst. Maybe no more fan mails. No, maybe we need. Why do we publicly reveal our secret location as garage? Uh, We're fucked. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know if they'll be in episode three. I'm a little worried about Billy. <laughs> but hey, hang in there, buddy. Yay. <laughs> hang in, Billy. Thanks for listening in the asylum. Um, I get a phone call. <laughs> yeah, we we gotta go. So <laughs> thank you for tuning in to um, the second episode of Burn and Rave. That's right. I am Ryan and I am Sam, and we hope you have a great night. And we want to remind you: do not go gentle into that good night. <laughs>